0: If email marketing is your least favorite kind of marketing, you aren't alone. In fact, that's the content platform my clients most often try to get out of implementing. And I get it. There are so many different facets of email marketing, nurturing, welcome sequences, funnels, sales, relationship building, newsletters, student care, and on and on and on. And within each facet, so many different techniques and best practices. It's overwhelming and it's no wonder it's the platform that's most frequently avoided. Instagram may give us all headaches, but it still feels simpler than email marketing a lot of times, which is why I wanted to bring in a guest expert that would help us take our emails back to basics. The fresh princess of email marketing, Liz Wilcox, is an email strategist and keynote speaker showing small businesses how to build online relationships, package up their magic, and turn it into emails that people want to read and, most importantly, purchase from. In today's episode, Liz walks us through so many ways to simplify our email newsletters, gives us a great starting point, and helps us remember what the goal of our emails truly are—to build relationships with the people who want to get to know us better. You're listening to episode 166 of the Chasing Simple podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. This episode was brought to you by my book, Chasing Simple Marketing, and you can go grab your own copy at amandawarfield.com/book. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, How do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. have to share something that I'm really excited about with you. My book chasing simple marketing is launching this July. I wrote this book for the business owner that stumbled into entrepreneurship because they were following their passion, but without that masters of business administration or that background in business, well, they find marketing overwhelming and frustrating. Throughout these pages, I'm going to take you on a simplicity-focused journey to improve your content marketing, and you'll walk away with an actionable plan to simplify your marketing so that you can fit your marketing into your business without it taking over your business. To learn more about how to grab your own copy and even potentially get on the launch team, head over to amandawarfield.com slash book. I'll see you there. Liz, I am so excited to have you on today. Can you just tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you serve your people. Yeah.
1: What's up, friends? Oh my gosh. First, I just want to say I'm so excited. I chase Simply every day. I'm not joking. Before we hit record, I was like, oh my gosh, this podcast speaks to my freaking soul. So anyway, you know that feeling you get when you listen to an amazing podcast like Amanda's or you watch a webinar and there's some wild loud person screaming at you about email marketing and they say go 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 you know for every dollar you spend you get 40 bucks in return what are you even doing with your life and so you get kind of amped up right you open up your Mailchimp or your active campaign uh and you you know you're like okay today is the day i'm gonna send that newsletter i'm gonna make some money and then you promptly feel kind of dumb because you have no idea what to say. Well, what's up? My name is Liz Wilcox, and I make email writing wicked simple.
0: And I think where so many of the listeners end up is they get so overwhelmed because email marketing it is complicated, and there are people shouting at us about newsletters, and there are people shouting at us about nurturing your students with emails. And there's people shouting at us about sales funnels. And there's so many different things that we can do with email marketing that it gets really overwhelming. And I think the newsletter side of things gets lost in all of the sales stuff. And so what we end up doing is we're only selling and we're never nurturing because it's just one more thing to do instead of a priority. So can you just can you just give everyone a brief synopsis of why the newsletter is so important to send to your people?
1: Yeah. So I teach something called the email staircase. Uh, like I said, I'm really simple. If it's more than two steps, it's an immediate no. And so basically it just goes follower, friend, customer. And you can think of it like a staircase that you climb. And luckily it's only a few steps. So it's not, you know, it's we're not going up the Empire State Building here. So first you have a follower, right? Somebody, you know, listens to your podcast, finds you on social media, whatever, get them on your email list. And then you turn them into a friend. And I'm not talking about your best friend that you air, you know, all the skeletons out of your closet with and You know, you're sharing the goods, right? But this is a friend that you have a mutual interest with, right? So for example, I'm a huge 90s fan, right? So I'm joining any newsletter that is, you know, branded boy bands. Like I'm I'm part of an NSYNC newsletter. They email me a couple times a month, you know, keeping me up to date on the boys, right? That kind of friend that you have this mutual interest. Like if you join my email list, we're going to geek out over email together, right? I know Amanda's, you know, the bomb.com with launches, right? You guys are going to geek out over that stuff, right? That kind of friend where you have a mutual interest. So once you have a list full of friends, You can turn them into customers. That's that last step. Because you know your people, right? Oh my gosh, Liz and the gang, they're so obsessed with Justin Timberlake, right? Like I'm going to make Justin Timberlake earrings, right? And you can turn them into customers because you know exactly who they are and what they want. So, you know, again, that's the email staircase, follower, friend, customer. And we can uh, dive deeper into how to actually turn people into friends with the newsletters.
0: Yes, absolutely. Let's let's go ahead and dive right into that. How do you turn them from just a follower that was like, yeah, that freebie opt-in sounds cool, to a friend that's actually looking forward to opening your emails?
1: Yeah, so if email feels incredibly difficult, I I like I liken it to, you know, this knot that feels like you're never going to untangle, you know, like your toddler was trying to learn how to tie his shoes and you don't know what happened, but, you know, you're just going to throw the shoe away, (laughs) right? Um, And that's what a lot of us do with email. It's like, oh, this feels so complicated. Uh, You know, yeah, Amanda, I know I should be, you know, nurturing, but, you know, I've got other things to do today. And that just seems really hard, especially when most digital marketers are telling us to tell stories, right? Chances are you did not get into business because you're an excellent storyteller. Of course, human beings naturally are storytellers. I'm sure we're gonna share some stories today, right? But at the end of the day, it's a newsletter, not a novel. If you don't have time to write it, chances are people don't have time to read it. So there's really only three things you need to grow this friendship So, that you can solidify the friendship with sales later. So, number one is just show that you are invested. Show that you are invested in your business and show that you are invested in your people. So, you know, what is your vision that you have for your potential clients, students, customers, right? For me, I want you to make money with email marketing. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about your Instagram account. Uh, If you got a podcast, you know, I'm not the one to talk to you about, you know, this, that, and the other. All I care about, if you're getting on the bus, that is Liz Wilcox, we're driving to email town, right? That's our mutual interest. That's how we are going to build this friendship. So I'm going to share how invested I am in that vision for you, meaning, you know, at least once a month, I attend some kind of webinar on deliverability, uh, You know, trends upcoming for the months, holiday sales, things like that. I'm doing those things so you don't have to. I'm invested and I'm telling people in my newsletters, Hey, I just attended this event. Uh, It was really boring, except (laughs) you need to know XYZ, uh, you know, for, you know, flash sale trends or whatever, right? So I'm doing the work for them. I'm invested in them. Even saying little things like, hey, Amanda, I believe in your ability to figure out this email thing. I know it's difficult, but dang it, together we're going to figure this out. Oh, yeah, you know, that's what you would say to a real friend, right? You'd say, hey, you know, I know this breakup is really hard, but dang it, you know, call me anytime, right? And so showing you're invested and then showing you're invested in the business. Now I know you might be thinking, well, you know, I sell caramel apples. Like, why they don't care about my business. They absolutely do. There's a reason why gigantic corporations, you know, spend so much time on social justice campaigns they you know they want us to know that they you know live in the real world and you know care about other people and so people love behind the scenes stuff so saying something like i just spent an hour listening to this lady talk about email marketing she seemed really excited and now i'm excited and here i am emailing you you know something like that showing that you are invested in the business i just bought a new laptop i just spent 2 hours batching instagram reels right people want to know that you are invested When they know you're invested, they are much more likely to invest back into you, aka clicking your links, buying your stuff, replying to your surveys, et cetera. So that's the first thing, invest. The second thing is just share in a relatable way. You are a human writing to another human, just be relatable, right? Right. And notice I didn't say be interesting. Being interesting is really hard. Like let's leave that to Kim Kardashian. For some reason, she's just utterly fascinating, right? <laughs> um, but for us, we can just be relatable, right? We're small business owners. We likely, you know, it's just us, or maybe we have a small team, a VA, uh, you know, we're just outsourcing a little bit here and there. Like we have the advantage over gigantic retailers. People want to buy from people they trust and they trust people they can relate to. So Saying something at the beginning of your email, you know, this might seem so ridiculous, but it's so simple like, oh, my. You know, my cat was bothering me when we were, you know, trying to get the show going and Amanda's laughing. You can't see her, but she's been trying to like shoo her cat out of the room (laughs) and like keeping herself on mute. But that's so relatable, right? Like, is it very interesting? Yeah, okay. She's got a cat. So does everybody else, you know, hashtag pandemic, Uh, you know, but it's so relatable because so many other people have cats or they've seen cats in the background of Zooms Or, you know, they've watched a TV in the last 20 years. Like we know about cats. It's an incredibly relatable thing. And that's going to connect you to your audience. And the third thing is just stay top of mind. And this is the part where, and Amanda and I were talking about this behind the scenes of like, oh, no, I'm out. Maybe I do it once a month. It's too hard. I've got other things. But I'm telling you right now, if you show that you're invested, if you share in a relatable way, if you do those first two things really well staying top of mind becomes so much easier because that person knows you're invested. They know you are, you know, their friend on the same path as them. They know you're relatable. Oh yeah, Liz, she loves the nineties. I remember those little boy bands. That was a fun time of life. You know, staying top of mind is going to be super simple.
0: Friends, Padme as you know, always loves to join when we are recording anything. And today she is being extraordinary and just can't decide whether she wants in or out, but I have to leave my office door closed because my husband is sleeping because he just got home from work. So she is being quite the pill today, as I'm sure none of you are surprised, but that brings me back to what you were saying about being relatable, not interesting, because my audience knows that when they get into my world in any case, whether it's here on the podcast, in my emails, on Instagram, whatever it may be, they're going to hear about my cats and they're going to hear about Disney. And I'm going to try to slip those into every single conversation because I'm obsessed. I love that you said relatable, not interesting though, because that's the number one thing I hear when people are like, I don't know what to make my thing because I'm not interesting. My interests aren't interesting. No one else would care But we don't have to be interesting. We just have to be our normal selves. And what do your friends think of when they think of you? When they think Liz, they think boy bands and '90s. And you know, you call yourself the Fresh Princess of email marketing. Like that's so good. It's such good, relatable marketing because we all know exactly what you're referencing. And it's such a simple slip in and a simple change to how you talk about yourself and what you do that pulls everyone in.
1: Absolutely. And What is more relatable than saying, oh, I'm not interesting? Everybody thinks that. I mean, except maybe, again, Kim Kardashian, right? (laughs) Uh, She's made a whole living off telling people she's interesting, right? But yeah, I mean, everybody and their mother thinks like, oh, well, my life is just kind of boring and, uh, you know, I didn't really do anything today. And so we can freeze in the newsletter. But when you're writing your newsletter, I want to give you just a really simple framework, like keeping all that in mind, follower, friend, customer, you know, invest, blah, blah, blah. Right. You can you can hit the rewind button that <laughs> uh, it's just if you what I want you to know is just try to write it in 20 minutes or less. I always say, uh, you know, if you if it takes you longer than 20 minutes, you're doing it wrong and not in a bad way. Just I want you just like Amanda, I want you to chase simple. I want you to just do the simplest thing and get it out the door so you can get back to doing the thing you actually like to do, right? And so at the beginning of the email, you know, just a quick greeting and then just two to three sentence personal update. And this is where you bring in that investment or that relatability piece. Don't try to do both in every single email, you know, just pick one. Right. And this is, you know, oh, my refrigerator broke. I'm waiting for the repairman. While I wait, I figured I would write you. Boom. That's relatable. And you're showing that you're invested, right? Like, oh, her fridge is broken? Yeah, mine broke a few years ago. Wow, I remember we lost $500 worth of groceries. Gosh, why did I have four kids? You know, that's that's what's going on in their head, right? (laughs) You know, it's, it's so incredibly relatable. And then the investment piece of that is, oh, she sat down to write me. Oh, yeah, duh, I know that because I'm reading, right? And this is all happening in the back of your reader's head. And then, so that short two to three personal update, keep it super short, y'all. Again, it's a newsletter, not a novel. Don't overthink this, right? Just segue into whatever content you wanna share that day. And by segue, if you're like, oh, I was never good at that. You know, suddenly your 10th grade English teacher is yelling at you in the back of your head. Just hit that caps lock. You know where that is on your keyboard, right? Hit that and type in anyway, dot, dot, dot. What I really wanted to talk about is my new podcast episode. Uh, You know, I'm trying to get more likes on my Instagram. Will you check out this reel? Uh, You know, my launch is coming up in two weeks. Here, you know, here's what I've done so far or here's what I still have to do. I'm looking for affiliate. You know, whatever the heck you're actually, you actually need to talk about, right? New blog posts, new content, asking for a survey, you know, whatever. And then just get the heck out of there. And that's it, you know, greeting, short personal update, segue into content, call to action, peace out, 20 minutes or less, bada bing, bada boom.
0: I love the permission slip to keep it just so simple. You don't have to have, like you said, a novel. You don't have to have this amazing segue from one thing to the next. There are some incredible email copywriters that do that so well, and it seems so natural, but what I've learned from writing content for my clients is that it always works best if I just write the the basics and the bare bones. And then I go back and I go, okay, can I fit a story in here? Or does it need to be a simple, let's just do something and then anyway, moving on. And that's okay, but it's easier to start. I think, and maybe you disagree, but it's easier to start with the basics of what you're trying to do, what your goal is and what your call to action is going to be. And then add in those other things that make it fun and that make it easier to read and relatable.
1: Absolutely. Y'all, if you are sweating this, like Amanda just said, like, here's your permission slip, baby. Like you don't need it, but here it is if you feel like you do. Yeah, I love this idea of just bare bones. And that's one of the things I always say, like I'm on a mission to, you know, make sure everybody is in on this email marketing thing y'all when I realized I could press a button and make money I like I was like looking around like are they about to take me to jail like is this legal (laughs) you know like these rich folks have been lying and I don't know you know you're listening to this maybe you're driving or doing the dishes I don't know your background but for me I grew up really poor. I support my mom financially. My life is complicated and has been complicated since day one. I have over 50 food allergies. I can't even like go to the drive through when I'm hungry. Okay. Like my personal life is complicated. So keep your email marketing as simple as possible. You can build later. It's all about just setting the foundation, building that habit. You know, you're not going to get you know, we all love the stories and I have these stories of, oh, I made I made six figures in 24 hours or whatever. You don't just get there. You have to lay those foundational bricks and maybe one day you're going to have that wall, right? You're going to have that structure. You know, and a lot of email marketers, we like to kick, uh, skip to the juicy, geeky stuff like segmenting and sales funnels and, you know, click, 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 and all these uh, automations happen. But seriously, just start with getting people on your list, sending out that weekly, biweekly newsletter, whatever is comfortable for you right now, and just focus on making friends in the inbox truly getting to know people and getting your content out there or your message out there every single week. And then, you know, one day you, you'll you have that wall. You ha- will have built that amazing business, but you've got to start simple or
0: you're not going to start at all. Gosh, it makes me think of that meme that goes around where it's someone walking up a staircase. And when you zoom in, you only see the first step or so. And then you zoom out and you see that they're actually like way higher in the staircase than you would have expected. They don't feel like it though because they only see how much is left to go. And I just I don't know that image just keeps coming to mind because you use the example of a staircase obviously and we can get stuck in this oh, well I don't even want to start email marketing because I don't have the bandwidth or the capacity to take all the steps that are ahead of me instead of just just focus on one thing. Just focus on building those relationships in your inbox in getting to know the people that are actually getting your emails, building those relationships, showing them who you are and showing up for them.
1: Absolutely. What Amanda just said, like rewind, play the tape back, like showing up for them. Again, you probably didn't get into business to be a marketer. I personally love marketing, but you might cringe at the thought. But when you got into business, you got into business to serve someone and so keeping that forward facing and often in presentations i always show this slide of all my customers that i've met in real life and the key to you know sh- sharing in that personal way and you know updating them about in, you know how you're invested and stuff is just not thinking about it oh there's 50 people on my email list this is 50 email addresses or i'm trying to get to 1000 email addresses Online, that seems so minuscule, but if you were in person and there were 50 people waiting for you to speak, you'd probably come up with something to say because that's an opportunity and a half, right? Um, I know Amanda loves public speaking, and when you get into the room, even if there's only 20 people, it's like, I'm going to show up and show out for these 20 people, right? Right. And so when you can think of your email addresses as, again, real people that, wow, this person consented, email marketing is consent-based marketing. These people consented to hear more from me. They're already warm, you know, and all I have to do is make friends, not in a, oh my gosh, these people consented, Now, now they're looking at me like I'm this sage on the stage, right, but more of like a friend, a guide on the side. You know, oh, all I have to do is make friends, show I'm invested in them, which you are. You're listening to this podcast right now. How more invested can you be? And then just be relatable. Uh hello, you live on this planet Earth, you are relatable, you know, and stay top of mind. All I have to do are those three things. Okay, let me get started because my mission, the how I want to serve people is really important. And if I don't open up my mouth, these people are missing
0: out. I love the imagery of thinking about if you actually were in the room with all of these people or actually connecting with your clients or your students or those on your email list in person, what would that look like? Because like you said, that that idea that, oh, I can put a button up and make money and it feels illegal. There is a disconnect there because it does feel so like, how is this real? Like this feels so monopoly money-esque almost. And so there is that disconnect of yes, I can put up you know a sales page and make money and people just click it and they don't just find it but they find it and they click it and they they buy through it and i make money from that and it's really easy to forget that these are other people who think their lives are just as boring as you think yours is buying from you and wanting a relationship with you
1: yeah so i was up last night really late uh, you know, hashtag entrepreneur life, right? Um, my, my kid is with her dad this weekend or this week. So I'm just staying up late trying to get as much done as possible. Uh, so I can enjoy my life. Um, and I got a couple replies from people. Uh, I always say, you know, if you use one of my newsletter templates, send me the newsletter you sent, like, I want to see it, you know, and there was somebody who shares vegan recipes and, She said, I want to share this reply I got. And it was this 76 year old woman who said she had surgery as a child. And there were, uh, I guess they were something on the gloves back then, you know, 70 years ago that glued her intestines together. And so she had been vegan her whole life, like before it was cool, you know, and she said, I just love your recipes. They help me so much. You know, even though I've been doing this my whole life, you know, the food gets boring and I, y'all, the way I cried last night, I don't know if I was just tired or what, but I sent her a video reply back. And this is what I mean by really making friends. And I, I said, Amy, thank you so much for sharing this reply. Like, I'm so happy for you that you're making these real connections. And now you like really know this person. And she said, this person, I'd looked, this person had been on my list for over three years and was just now replying. So we never know who's listening and what their individual story is. And that's why I say, you know, make friends in the inbox because it's so like the internet is so cool to be able to, you know, who would have thought, you know, this woman could connect with the 76 year old vegan, you know, like that's so wild. They never would have met in real life. And so when you build your list and you send out emails, it's not like, oh, oh, am I doing this right? Is somebody going to click this? How can I get my click rate up? How can I get my open rate up? It's just, you know, how can I connect with that vegan lady on my list right now? Or, you know, what does Amanda need to hear to, you know, get her newsletter done this week? What does so-and-so need to hear to try this new recipe? Uh, what does Vincent need to do to actually finish his book on time? You know, whatever it is you're working on. And that's when you, it kind of hits that pressure release leaf button. Right. And you just start writing. And that's what I love about email marketing.
0: I love that so much. I got chills when you Uh, told that story. Me too. I was seriously crying. I was like, I need to go to bed. I'm really tired. (laughs) It's just so powerful and impactful. And there's, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And so many of us started our businesses for more time, freedom, more financial freedom. I mean, you know, most of us listening to this podcast for females we started it so we could make a true difference in a bigger way than we were able to in our quote unquote real lives you know and to hear stories of people sharing like no actually you're making a difference it's just i don't know that's so cool so i love that she finally responded after three years and was like thank you so much that I don't know. That just gives me chills. Liz, you have given us, you've made such an impact on all of us today. You've given so many tips for building those relationships in the inbox and actually turning your followers into friends. And you've given us a lot of permission slips for keeping it really simple. But you also have an offer that will help us keep it even more simple if the listeners are like, nope, I'm still overwhelmed. It's still too much. Tell us a little bit about your membership. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, wow! I, I thank you so much. That's my favorite topic. I mean, other than electronic mail, of course. So I have a membership. It is proudly named Email Marketing Membership hashtag SEO guys, <laughs> and basically all that stuff we've been talking about. Uh, you know, follower, friend, customer, investing, being relatable. I write all these emails for you every single week, Monday morning, 5 a.m., you get a an email template delivered straight to your inbox that I'm doing all the strategy for you. Uh, we talked a little bit about that, you know, starting the friendship with uh, you know, emails. And I always say like you can solidify the friendship with sales emails. So inside the membership, I share, you know, with the email templates how you would add a sale this week. Or, you know, I even have a five day launch sequence in there. I have emails to help you get your click rate open, emails to help you get those beautiful replies we were just talking about, uh, flash emails or flash sales emails, you know, all that it's categorized, emails to help you, you know, with your welcome sequence, et cetera, et cetera. And what I love the most, talking about, you know, we all start our business to make real impact is it's $9 a month. Uh, My business coach argues with me, it's two years old, there's 3000 people in there right now. Um, And my business coach is still like, you know, Liz, what do you think about $10? What do you think about $11? But like I mentioned before, you know, I grew up really poor. And when I started my business, I had $0 and zero support. Um, You know, I really just, I was living on Mountain Dew in a dream, honestly. <laughs> and so I think back to that kind of person. And, you know, I know email marketing, when you learn it, it's going to change your whole life the same way it changed mine. So that's why I offer at $9 a month. You also get a once a month live Q&A, quarterly guest experts, um, and some foundational trainings going more into the email staircase. And a training on list building that's nine bucks a month. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes, I'm sure. Um, but if you, you know, if you're a skeptic, I totally get it. You can also just go to LizWilcox.com. In the top right hand corner, there's a hot pink button. You can't miss it. You'll get an entire uh, welcome sequence template, three newsletter templates to walk you through what we talked about today, and fifty two subject lines
0: completely for free as well. And if you are a skeptic, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people say, oh, yeah, I'm part of Liz Wilcox's email marketing membership, and it's incredible. I can't even tell you who said it because I've heard it from so many different people. Oh
1: Wow, that's so amazing. Yeah, my goal is to hit 10,000 members by the end of 2023. I'm at about 3,200 at the time of this recording. So I just, I just love helping people with email. Like I said, at the top of the hour, I know it feels like this, knot you're never going to untangle, but I also know it's the biggest needle you can move in your business. And again, Amanda and I, and you listening have this in common. We want to keep things simple. Everything that I teach is from the lens of when I was traveling in my RV with a toddler and crappy internet. So I don't do anything that's complicated. So these templates are really wicked simple. And I think that's just attracting a lot of people. But that's a whole different episode. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just really, I just love it. Thank you so much for uh, bringing me on to talk about email. I can't wait to see what everybody does with it.
0: Absolutely. If you could give everyone one action step to take this week after listening to this episode, what would it be? Write your newsletter,
1: you know, get out there again, personal update, just segue into the content and end it, especially if you haven't emailed in a while, end it with something like this. Thank you so much for letting me into your inbox. It really means a lot to me. I'll talk to you next week and then sign off.
0: And then email them again next week.
1: And then, (laughs) yes. And then that's putting you, that's giving gratitude, making you a real person and it's putting you on the hook. You see what I did there? I'll talk to you next week.
0: If you could recommend one book for everyone, what would it be? And it can be business related, but it also can be fiction or anything really. One book. Oh, I don't know. Um,
1: I really like real artists. Don't starve by Jeff Goins rhymes with coins. Um, it's all about making money in the digital age. And it actually, you know, it talks about the myth of the starving artist and how Michelangelo was actually an incredibly rich man. And we should all be, you know, if we have that creative spark, if we, you know, have that drive to start a business, we can also be, you know, rich. We don't have to starve uh, for
0: our art. I love that. I will have to go check that out. And I will link that and all of the other amazing things that Liz mentioned today in the show notes, friends. Liz, thank you so much for coming on. I just sharing how we can make sure that we're building relationships in the inbox instead of just kind of neglecting it.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to see what you do with email.
0: Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and Help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.